There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Ashlyn Keenan, and this is Private Education. Hello, you. <laughs> don't, don't, don't judge me. Right, Andrea's here. Hiya. And it's me, Ashling, your host. Welcome back to Private Education, everybody. Sorry about that. Basically, what I was trying to do there was someone, I was reading this stupid, like, podcast advice uh, feature online somewhere. Oh, yeah. the, like, why do I do it to myself? Listen. And what it said was, <laughs> instead of being like, hello, everyone. You, which I always say. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, make it sound like you're just talking to one person. That would sound creepy in my ears. <laughs> I mean, I creeped myself out there. Yeah. No, I did. I did start with, hello, hello you, which sounds like the start of a really bad porno. So yeah. maybe no. Mm. Uh, so won't be taking that advice. You tried it. Didn't work. Didn't Move work. On. Uh, and, and the feedback to that article is, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> next <laughs> next welcome back again like i said uh thanks for listening last week i hope everyone enjoyed last week's episode with emer uh we also talked about paying after sex and utis and Important. i hope and i think uh, i had a bit of feedback actually andrea on instagram there was someone who was blown away by the wiping front to back thing well can <laughs> i just say that i am delighted that we've reached we've brought that yeah we've brought that to the masses yeah or like you know Listen, if you change one person's life, this is it. We might we might as well have changed everyone's life. Honestly, all you want to do, if you do good for one person, if you teach people how not to get one person not to, not get, to get a UTI, UTI. In, a, in a very simple, <laughs> simple fashion, yeah. done. There's not like, it's not a lot of Job work. Job done. Oh my God. Changing change the direction of your hand changing between lives. your legs. Hey. Anyway. Hey. So listen, I want Sorry, to Sorry, that was slow. <laughs> You're on a bit of a go slow. Yeah, I am. so yeah. slow. So I wanted to ask you before we get into we've um, listeners, we have two listener queries to agony ant the shit out of today. We are bringing the agony, and we're bringing the ant. Two really juicy questions actually that we got in from listeners. We're going to keep them anonymous as we always do. But before we go in to start answering them, and they're very they're completely different questions. Two well. ends of the spectrum, like completely different. But before we do, I want to talk about the fact that do we need to clarify that in order to get yourself pregnant, if you're trying to conceive, the way to do that is not to drink your partner's cum four times a week. Listen, if you're Courtney Kardashian, if and you're Courtney Kardashian, fertility advice in the states in LA, that could be the advice you get. So, just in case anyone has missed this, which I'm sure many people probably have, yeah. The Kardashians new series, which is on, I'm watching it on Disney Plus. So I don't know where, uh, I don't know where it is in the States, but it's on Disney Plus anyway mm-hmm. in Ireland. 
Um, in the latest episode, um, Courtney Kardashian, the eldest sibling, and her new husband, Travis Barker, uh, the drummer from Blink-182, are trying to conceive. They're mm-hmm. trying to have a baby together. And she already has three children with her ex, but they haven't got a child together. Uh, he has a couple of children as well, I think. Uh, oh, they're older. And they are going to this fertility doctor and then... Um, during the episode, Courtney and Travis are having a conversation with some kind of Ayurvedic wellness guru. And Courtney's basically says to her, she's like, yeah, so the doctor said, like, to help things along, I should basically drink Travis's cum four times a week. Yeah. When I say I nearly flung myself <laughs> off the sofa, like I was watching this in the middle of the day and having I was tantrum. like, and it's not because I, I'm not, I mean, I'm not squeamish about that sort of thing obviously i literally not approved no like but the fact that there's a doctor somewhere in the world suggesting that that is going to help someone conceive confused me now but by all means if there's a medical if there's evidence to support that out there so tell me oh i want to know you're a doctor i mean a different kind different type of doctor but you can i can interpret stuff that people say and basically it looks like it's coming down to a thyroid problem doesn't isn't it always but in terms of her thyroid levels right so that was the motivation behind the advice so it was that like either and Courtney doesn't specify but either her thyroid function was too high or too low and the doctor recommended that if she drank his semen four times a week it might help her hormone balance but no (laughs) <laughs> like, like I'm just so confused. There's can, can 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 hormones like can testosterone from a man transfer via semen into a woman's mouth and then absorb into her? Like that just seems like some serious weird sci-fi shit that isn't feasible. So am I? No, you're not wrong. No, okay. you're, and there's no literature behind the. It's it, any any evidence that this doctor would have would be anecdotal, uh, uh, to say the At least. Best. Okay. Um, but even thinking about like the semen being swallowed into your digestive tract mm. will be destroyed by the acids in your stomach. I was just like thinking there that. is. I know people say you know hormones in milk um can affect different, but like horm- So if you okay, so let's think about shall we shall we think about how much come you ejaculate. Yeah. Versus a glass of milk. So <laughs> <laughs> in terms of quantity of hormones and I mean, like the, if you, if you yeah. want to refer to it as a dosage. Yeah. Come on. Okay. Yeah. So there's, there's um, significantly less than a glass of milk, I would say. Yeah. In, in, in the average man's ejaculation. Listen, and I'd say there's a shot glass for, if you, if you if were to either. gather it up four times a week, you might get one shot glass. Yeah. I don't so know, maybe there's maybe there's like super juicier men out there than we've ever experienced. Sometimes it's difficult to quantify it though because it either goes inside you or it goes like somewhere else, all over the bed or like yeah, you know yeah. Sometimes you don't know. Yeah, this is listen. This is true, but you're not drinking enough of it. You, I don't think yeah, like I just don't. It's not. It's not real. I don't. Basically, what we're saying is, is, don't be duped into. Don't be going drinking cum to try and get pregnant. There are there are medical. It's like do you know what it's like? It's like um, thoughts and prayers. Yeah, it's like uh, yeah. I my I like my, for you. my grandmother has you know cancer. Uh, I light a candle for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't do any chemotherapy though. 
Because oh, no. my, my candle is going to work for you. Yeah. I'll lay my healing hands on you. No, no. Do the chemo. No, no. Light a candle as well if you want. Absolutely. Can't, ha- can't, can't do any harm. No. So basically, Don't leave the candle unattended. What I think, is, <laughs> what I think we're getting at here is if you're trying to conceive, which so many people are at the moment, go the medical route. Or at least, or at least, don't trust, like anecdotal medical medical in in quotation marks. Yeah, advice. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Make sure that the people that you are getting your advice from, and I mean, if you want to drink jizz, cheer for like all the live long day, work away. Honestly, I'm not going to stand in the way of your um, you know, consumption or whatever. I'm not like no, I am not in charge of your you know what you want to drink but scientifically, scientifically it's not going to lead to your pregnancy I, d- I don't think so no and maybe anecdotally it did for a couple of people on the west coast of america but Listen. Uh, i don't know i just think it, i i really was like well that's a swizz yeah a jizz swizz a jizz swizz yeah i was like she's getting jizz swizzed and she doesn't even realize <laughs> she doesn't it. even know it like uh, travis was obviously in cahoots with the doctor yeah. being like here listen doc, them a, i need a, f- a few I bills <laughs> i need to up a few i need to up my blowies like my blowy count is low can you yeah. can you can you influence this at all say anymore taking advantage a wink you know yeah. anyway look we'll move on um okay we have um agony and yes we do things to get to so i'm going to read the first one okay I have it here. Uh, oh, I do. I have it here. I promise. Okay, here we go. I'm going to change. There's some key details that I'm going to change for anonymity reasons. Amazing. Hey, girls. I hope you're both well. That's us. Thanks. <laughs> I'm wondering if you discuss the topic of the snip or the refusal of a partner to get one, please. So by the snip... She means, what's the technical term? Vasectomy. I was going to say castration. That's not it. <laughs> oh, no. A vasectomy. Vasectomy. So she says, I'll give you some anonymous, please. Background. Married for 10 plus years, together for 20 plus years. I've taken on the majority of our contraception responsibilities from the start, as I've been on the pill since we met, only taking a break when we had our children. We are both in agreement that we have finished our family, yet he refuses to get the snip. We've had a few accidents in the last few years in that we've had unprotected sex and I'd forget to take my pill a day or two later. This has happened on more than one occasion and again, I've had to take the responsibility to make sure I don't get pregnant by getting the morning after pill. She actually says, the map here. And I was like, the map to where? (laughs) (laughs) When 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 I read it the first time, I was like, she gets the map <laughs> and then plans a journey to <laughs> yeah. goodness. Sorry, I shouldn't be laughing. We're a bit giddy. Aren't we always? Listen. The morning after pill, not the map. If I didn't suffer from painful periods, I'd just come off the pill and leave it up to him, especially as his sex drive is higher than mine. Mm-hmm. There's been times where I've refused sex due to having to wait seven days after taking the morning after pill. And he's gotten into a strop and we've had arguments about it. I'd explain to him my reasons for refusing sex, but he still doesn't want to get the snip. I've told him I've carried and given birth to our children and taken responsibility for our contraception from day one. And it's his turn now. But nope, it seems his jewels are too precious. And I love that she finishes it off with the eye roll emoji. Yeah, that's key. 
That is key. So what do you think? I think I think a lot of things. I have, I have written, a lot of feelings. I've written down in my notes here. Now you're gonna have to reel me in, but I've written down I hate men. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Buckle up, hang on. <laughs> okay. No, listen, I don't. Obviously, I'm actually a huge fan of men. Yeah. Um one specifically but men in general I, I really appreciate them and I think they do get a bit of a hard time at times uh, but on this occasion I don't know why men are so precious about their as she says their jewels like I don't I can't understand how I like to be completely honest yeah. I've, I'm in a similar situation in the sense that from when I was 16 and I became sexually active I've looked after I've been on the pill basically yeah all the way up until after I got married mm-hmm. and then I came off the pill because I it was giving me headaches I was having side effects like yeah, yeah you know yeah. it was really wreaking havoc after being on it for like 16 years that or, dosage or of something. hormones in your system totally yeah, it was causing it was yeah. just causing ructions so I had all the way through my life uh, being sexually active I was always in charge of my own contraception mm-hmm. um now obviously with various partners, there was condoms and you know other other of course yeah. protections and in, involved. But in uh, in my monogamous relationships where I was STI tested and all that kind of stuff, yeah. At the start, I was like, if I wasn't using condoms, I was always in charge of the contraception. So I understand that she's done that, and I also carried a child and delivered a child. And if I now, I don't think I am finished my family as she is yeah but if i was mm-hmm. i would absolutely be asking my husband to have the vasectomy yes and i don't understand i do not un- andrea's <laughs> laughing at me because she's like holy <laughs> shit but i don't understand why they're so why m- men that won't get a vasectomy are so precious about their bits like I, I I can't I would love to know I'd actually love to ask someone and be like talk to me tell me what it is that you don't yeah you, like you still ejaculate you still feel pleasure you still everything still works exactly as is mm-hmm. but the sperm aren't uh, there like I don't know they just don't come out they just don't come out they're, they're yeah. not they're like it the ejaculate is still the same. It's still, you know. But there's just no sperm in there's it. There's just no sperm in there. Yeah. So yeah. I don't understand. So, I don't get it. So yes. Yes. Is it like a manly hood? What is it? Listen. I don't. Go on, go I don't on. have sperm. Reel me back in. You right, don't have just, sperm. I don't have sperm. Currently okay, or? So. <laughs> go on. I don't, I don't have, I don't have sperm. So I don't have a, I don't have, I can't answer that last question you, don't you have, said. You don't have balls. You don't have a penis. No. <laughs> You don't have balls. You know, like that's an, <laughs> no, like an attack. You've got metaphorical balls. You I don't do. have literal balls. I don't have literal balls. But what I'd say is mm. I see it as a um, body autonomy thing. 100% ex- accept and agree that just because somebody needs to take accountability for contraception, it shouldn't be always falling on women. And I think historically it has through in hetero relationships in in hetero relationships of course through the generations of that conversation that's happened it's you know that's what that's that's been generally the woman's responsibility like you don't get yourself pregnant 
Like, well, you're not doing it to yourself. Do you know that way? Yeah, there's a lot of that. Maybe that's what I'm angry about. And that's the, I suppose that's the rhetoric behind it. You know, that kind of way we're, we're like, women are taught not to get pregnant. Men aren't necessarily taught. Well, no, I suppose they are because they're told to use condoms. I was going to say men aren't necessarily taught. Don't knock somebody up. But I just feel like in, in women, there's a bigger responsibility there because you're the one that's going to be carrying the physical the baby. That, yeah, you're the one that will be given that. But if we take all of that into account and the comments that you'd made about hormones and like the side effects of the pill and all that stuff. Mm. Vasectomies do have side effects as well. Do, do you know they? that way? Well, like potent, like if you get a vasectomy, you can't have children. So that's a side effect. Okay. Okay. So that's but that's no, that's normally the intent. The intent, exactly. You know, but that is a that is a decision that the man has to make. The same way it's a decision a woman has to make if they want to ingest hormones every month to stop themselves from being pregnant. So I see it as a a conversation that needs to happen, and I don't see the responsibility that should come down on one side or the other. I think it needs to be a mutual decision. Mm -hmm. Now, yeah, no, I, I agree. Like totally, I totally agree, and I I think when the time comes in my family yeah. I will be having a mutual decision <laughs> you will be having a mutual decision. I will be I will be escorting my husband yeah. to his mutual decision vasectomy yeah but I just because I just feel and maybe this is the advice that we'll give to the listener because I mean I feel like it's not like I have taken responsibility for for all of it for long enough yeah I have carried carried the child I've given birth to the child I have you know in some cases not not personally but like breastfeeding the child like our bodies are not our own for so long yeah and for so many reasons Mm -hmm. and we go through like I mean don't even get me started on periods and menopause and our bodies are ruled by this evil overlord known Mm -hmm. as hormones and every decision we make every like literally everything is ruled by hormones yeah and whether you experience it to a really really extreme effect or like you only get a bit of it either way Mm -hmm. we are ravaged by hormones all the time for our whole adult lives yeah and then we go into menopause and then you know so i'm just the fact that we're saying hi guys do you want to just do this one quick thing for us? Yeah. It's a day surgery that will not be painful for People you. People get it done on their lunch break. People get it done on their lunch break. This is what I can't understand. And the other thing that I'd like to, to speak to, because you just brought it up there, was women experience menopause. The argument that men might change their mind is like, you have a choice. Yeah. Excuse me. You could still reproduce at 70. All of a sudden, Mother Nature comes in, decides to, throw the hormones yeah see you later and then we don't have that choice no so i don't necessarily agree with that being a a huge reason i also have this written down reversible vasectomies are reversible reversible. now they're not 100 percent, but menopause is 100 percent. menopause is 100 percent. exactly so i'm just I, i i just wanted to weigh in with that as well because i'm not saying that i'm pro man like oh no we keep, love men listen keep, we keep love men i love men i love men i love men long. i love men i love I men. do yeah but i don't understand them <laughs> sorry. no same no but no, i don't absolutely and I, no yeah. sorry I, what i mean is i don't i don't mean to be flippant about it because it's very serious i don't understand I, I genuinely struggle to understand why if if that is the case for like it is for our listener like it is for me that the contraception has always been taken care of you know uh, by the woman in the yeah. in this partnership 
and now they're finished their family and there's a very easy very reversible very like relatively pain-free in in non-invasive yeah straightforward uh, straightforward surgery that can be had that can you know tie up for want of a better phrase the reproductive plans for the family Mm -hmm. i don't understand why the man would be like you're not going near my sperm sacks yeah you just keep taking hormones there until your ovaries shrivel up in menopause you know what i mean i don't understand i i can't get my head around that yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and i would love to have a conversation with someone who who could explain it to me like i would look i genuinely would i would like to sit down with someone who's like no i'm not getting a vasectomy and be like Talk to me about your reasons for this. I'd love to understand. I'd love to understand you. I would love to understand I would. that as well. Yeah. I really would because, like I said several times, I love men and I want to understand. But at the moment, <laughs> I can't. I, I mean, me, me either. I just can't. And I can, listen, I can understand um, people not wanting to get it done too young. You know, I can, I can, if you, you know, okay, God forbid, right? Someone got a, a vasectomy. Mm-hmm. Because they'd finished, their, you know, with their family or whatever. And their partner passed away. Or they broke up with their partner. They mm-hmm. The marriage didn't work out. Whatever it is. Yeah. And then five years later, they're with someone new. They're only in their, I don't know, mid-40s or something or like. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I love this woman. I want to have a baby with her. Mm-hmm. I would love to know. Is that, that what? Is that the logic? It could be. It's could the be logic. What if my wife dies? What if my partner dies? Like, yeah, but like of the same, in the same breath then, should women, would, not should women, but would women be thinking, like, would you turn around to your husband and say, I'm just going to go and do an egg retrieval in case, on the off chance, that you one die. of these catastrophic things happen. Yes. Or our, our world as we know it is yeah. different. Yeah, I'm just going to go gonna freeze my eggs. eggs. Don't worry about it though. Don't worry about it. No worries. I'm not like, <laughs> yeah, no worries. Like I'm not, I'm not hoping <laughs> you die. Yeah. Just in the off chance. But do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I understand. This is what I, I just, like if that is, a, if that is legitimately the reason, I like grand, I'll, I'll accept that. Yeah. But I Again, it's just understanding understand. the reason. It's just, I'd what love I'd to love understand. to know and I don't know and will tr- look to find out from mm. a fertility specialist is, because the semen doesn't leave your body doesn't mean it can't be retrieved potentially. So on the let's just say, right, worst ah. comes to I don't know this, but I'm speculating. So the sperm is still made. So is nothing it? is it, it still made? Yeah. So it's just like you a see, I don't I it's just like a literally like a little like snippy snip tidy tie, turn it around. Do you know what I mean? It's like putting a valve, like a a closure valve on something. So just, you see, I don't know that the um I've actually never performed a vasectomy, would you believe? Ah. So I I did two over lunch, no one met me. I did not. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what actually um, happens. happens there. Yeah. But I would love to know. I, I do know that the ejaculate still comes out though, because I know that that's look. It's an important feature of sex. Yeah. Isn't it? Like. Yeah. I can understand that. 100%. Like I can get my head around that part. Yeah. So if the sperm is still produced and it just doesn't leave the body, mm. is there a way to? Rest- re- so let's say something catastrophic happened, or let's say. Even you and your partner decide, okay, okay, the circumstances in which we made the decision in the first instance have changed. And actually, now we'd like our family to to grow. To be bigger, yeah. Could you retrieve the sperm from the body? If the vasectomy, it it turns out to not be reversible. Exactly. Could you? I'd love to know that because in that case. hang on a sec. Does that mean that there's just infinite sperm building up inside a man? Well, I mean, I don't think it's infinite. But (laughs) No. (laughs) But I'd say it's it's still produced somewhere and it probably just like dissolves. Dissolves, yeah. Like yeah. 
interesting again this is all speculation your honor I'd like to um, <laughs> I'd like to I'd like to actually look into that a little bit more because I think that might help people come to a decision if that if that was the yeah, if that yeah, was yeah. it yeah. anyway but like who are we to counsel people in their fertility journeys no we are not just to we say are not fertility cancer no but I do I, I um I wonder I mean I'm 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 sure that the person who wrote in has investigated these things I'm sure they have looked into you know the logistics of a vasectomy and the oh yeah the potential for future children should should future that, children should be wanted be wanted yeah you know yeah um I would also like to say that the morning after pill um as contraception is not a great idea absolutely like not. It, you can take the morning after pill as many times as you need to mm-hmm. and there's no like there's no problem medically but it as it as contraception it shouldn't be used as contraception really and now I don't think the listener was using it as contraception but I'm just saying as an aside as an aside because I think what she said was she had to go and get it a couple of times when her pill when she didn't take the pill on time or whatever yeah. but I and that's fine and that's what it's used for that's what Absolutely. it's there for and I have done the same I've how many times I've probably taken the morning after pill three times in my life maybe. okay I think I've taken it twice mm. and the thing with that is I think medically speaking, like doctors, etc., want people to know that it shouldn't be used as a form of contraception. So you shouldn't just yeah. be like, la di da di da, I'm going to have sex without protection. And then should the worst happen, I will just yeah. get the morning after pill. It's not, it's, it's not, it shouldn't that. be. And it, you know, like it doesn't, it, it doesn't do great things for your body. So if you think about what the pill can do and effects, the side effects that it yeah, causes, exactly the dosage or the the amount of hormones in that versus your average pill is a lot more right to, so not ideal to, so it's not ideal no, and you don't want to put your body through that no. unnecessarily yeah fair but it's a very it's a very like a very useful and a very important pill to be able to mm-hmm. access if you need it yeah and i've but heard uh, that it's less uh, intrusive lately when like, because when I went like I was probably I don't know early 20s yeah and I went to the pharmacy to get it and I think if I'm not mistaken it had just become available in pharmacies previously you would have had to go to your doctor yeah I might be misremembering but anyway so I went and my god did they ask me a shit ton of questions yeah what did you have for breakfast this morning mm-hmm. how many times a week do you do this do you watch blah 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 like yeah. Honest, it was so like they asked me everything. They asked me as if you were trying to. J- what? It's as if you were trying to like you know get nuclear code somewhere or do totally. something. Do you oh know what God. I mean? Like it or was, yeah. or t- get like be a pilot. Do you yeah. know that kind of way? Like do they something. Really question yeah. it, and they question it about your like your sexual history, and yeah. they queried like my reasoning for getting it. Like you know they were mm. like, and uh, why do you need this? And I was like, well obviously I was having unprotected sex and I don't want to have a baby. Yeah. And I just said that like that. I wasn't like, well, I didn't, you know, I didn't make up a, an excuse. No. Like, you know, when you're, you're like six or seven and you have to make your communion and the, they're, the your teacher's like, what's your sin? And you're like, mm-hmm. I don't have a sin. I'm seven. Like, yeah. <laughs> I haven't done anything yeah. wrong. And they're like, we'll just make one up for the priest. And you're like, okay, no, like I didn't go to the to the pharmacist and make up some kind of, well, the condom broke, so now I'm here looking for the morning after pill. Yeah. I didn't do that. I just was like, uh, give it to me because I need to not be pregnant. And straightforward. Yeah. yeah. You know, no, fairness, they, they, they did. They acquiesced and gave yeah. me the morning after pill. But I've heard that now, nowadays, that makes me sound old, <laughs> but nowadays it's a lot less, um, 
interrog- interrogatory, I was going to say, it's a lot less, um, you know, uh, here, give me all your sexual history. Yeah. It's like, you kind of go in and you say, look, I need a morning after pill. And they kind of go, okay, well, here you go, but maybe don't do this every week. Yeah. I think that's kind of, it's a little easier nowadays to it's, get it. Okay. Uh, what's our advice for the listener? Um, I, sorry, I'm sorry. I know I just asked you a question, but we need to discuss the fact that her partner gets into a strop when she refuses to have sex. That was one of the things I was going to actually Can come back to. Can we address that please? Yes. Like everybody, everybody has days where you're into it and your partner isn't or your partner's into it and you're not. But, and you can be disappointed, but you don't strop. You don't strop. There will, there will be no huffing. We will not huff. Honestly. I like, that freaks me out a little bit. Yeah. I don't think that's, I mean, I don't want to be judgy, but like, I, that's not cool. No, but obviously, so two things, obviously we don't, well, I don't think it's cool either. So that's, that's our perception of it. But the fact that the listener has said that, she obviously doesn't think it's cool either. Yeah, no, so she's obviously not happy with it. It's good, yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's yeah. good to say it out loud to be like, and then he gets into a strap yeah. and to be like, it's almost like a, a soundboard. She also says she's explained to him why she can't have sex. Like, yeah. I've just taken the morning after pill. These are the reasons that I can't, like, and he's still, like, annoyed. Yeah. That's, that, that, that upsets me. And, you know, it kind of upsets me twofold because it's like, okay, well, okay, I've said no, so that's a consent thing, one, A. A. B. The reason I've had to take the morning after pill is because you won't get a vasectomy. So yeah. you're doing this to yourself. So yeah, this is <laughs> you know technically what I mean? your fault, pal. So like I'm, 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 I'm this, this is a cycle that's going to continue to happen. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Yeah. I mean, I just don't think like if you are in a relationship with someone who genuinely gets annoyed when you say you don't want to have sex yeah. for a very, very good medical reason. Yeah. You should be like, here, pal. Jog on. Yeah. To st- the vasectomy clinic. Yeah. And then let's, let's sort this out. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I just yeah. think that's not great. Like, it's that's not, not a great reaction to have. It's not a great reaction. And it, it's... Like, look, don't get me wrong. There's been times I've wanted to have the ride and I've been in a strop when someone was too tired. Yeah. <laughs> or when someone was not, you know, I, I don't just mean my husband. I'm not just calling him out. Yeah. But like, you know, there mm. have been times. But, or when you might, you know, lots of couples have differences in sex drive yeah. uh, and wants and needs and whatever. But like, it'd be a very silent strop to myself. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, like I, as in, I'd probably sulk a bit, but I wouldn't be like, you prick. No, you and I, mean? I, I think, yeah, there's a difference between having a little moment to yourself to Just, be like. Yeah, being, being a little pissed off to yourself silently and yeah. act- actively throwing a strop. Absolutely. Mm. And I think that's just something to be just aware of. Keep, that it's, keep it, it in mind. Keep it in mind. Keep an eye on it. That would be one of the first pieces of advice I'd give. Mm. And also to potentially have that conversation on a, on a, so maybe take that example as, a, um, as maybe take that example while it's not happening. So not in the instance where somebody wants to have sex with you and you can't have sex because you've just taken the morning after pill. But use that as the explanation as maybe an Evans point to be like, you know. Yeah. If, while you're having the vasectomy conversation. like Yeah. yeah like yeah, this, yeah. we don't, we wouldn't have to do this. Yeah. You could use that as a way to explain this. Yeah. These are the things that this is, this, these are the things that happen because you don't of, have a vasectomy. Yeah. And because I have to take the pill and sometimes it doesn't work or sometimes... You know, like we know, like if you've got like, if you're, if it upset tummy or you just wouldn't feel as confident 
on your contraception if there was something else at play. Mm. So yeah, yeah, you do because have to be there's careful. A lot, there is a lot that messes with yeah. with contraception. Like if you're on antibiotics, if you're unwell, if you're hungover, if yeah. you're, you know, if you puke at all, it can really affect things up. Mm-hmm. Like truthfully, I don't know how there's not far more accidental pregnancies when people are on the pill because it's notoriously like yeah. difficult to. And then there's a lot of human error involved because... Oh God, what day people is forget it? to take them and what time is it and did I take mine today? Maybe I took two, you know. Yeah. Oh, it's a minefield. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um, our, our main advice, I think, for for the listener who has written in is, well, like what I would suggest would be, they've, I, I get the feeling they've already discussed it, but yeah. I don't feel like they have heard each other is what I'm going to say. Yeah. So what I would love to happen or what I would, in an ideal world, what might happen is the listener sits down and is like, look, we need to discuss this. We need to make a decision because one way or the other action needs to be taken. Like if I'm going to go back on the pill or if I'm going to get a coil or if I'm going to do, if I'm going to take responsibility or if you're going to take responsibility, a conversation needs to be had and they need to sit down. And I think if the listener genuinely was like, okay, here are my reasons. Not just would you ever get the snip like and yeah i don't want to i'm not i'm sick of taking the pill but if they genuinely if they sat down and they laid it all out Mm -hmm. and they were like here is the landscape as it stands here's what i have done over the past 20 years to keep us to to plan our family yeah here are the efforts that i've made here is the money that i've spent going to doctors getting prescriptions getting the pill here is the amount of pain and, you know, effort and change my body went through in order to provide our children. Yeah. To our family. Provide, that sounds weird, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if she laid all that out and said, I think it's, on balance, pretty reasonable to ask you to get a vasectomy. Yeah. 
And when it's all laid out in front of him in black and white, like that, yeah. maybe that would make him go, actually, do you know what? Fair enough. Maybe I will. Yeah. That would be the hope. Um, But I do think a, a discussion and... In, in non heated like yeah. a very level discussion yeah, not yeah. in in the midst of one of these incidents or you know totally. when like yeah it has to be removed it has to be neutral yeah it has to be not like five minutes after you've had the ride and you didn't use protection and you have to go and get the morning after pill the next day yeah but at a non-heated time just sit down have the discussion and look at it from a you know as as kind of balanced a perspective as you can yeah and look if your partner is still you know protecting those jewels like you said Mm -hmm. that's his decision because again like you said bodily autonomy yeah but the thing is he is well within his rights to make the decision not to have a vasectomy he can't ask you to go back on a pill and put hormones into your body. No, same. He can't ask you to have a coil inserted. Yeah. So someone is going to have to take responsibility for your family's contraception. Mm-hmm. And if he decides it's not going to be him. Who is it going to be? Who is it going to be? And because what even, is it going to be? You know, as you were talking, I was thinking of those things. I don't want to name the the company. I don't mm. know why I don't want to name the company. But you know when you can monitor Name those. <laughs> name, <laughs> name those guys. Them. I think it's called Natural Cycles, is it? Where you monitor your temperature and you track your cycle and you do oh, all yeah. that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I know that's pretty reliable, but still that involves you doing that work. That involves effort from Do you from, know what I mean? So I was you, trying yeah. to think of uh I was trying to think of a way. But anyway. But it look either way, it's a it's a discussion that has to be had. It's a discussion. And, and it's a and a decision. I do think it has to be a decision that both people both people need to be happy with. But both people need to be happy with. That's mm-hmm. the thing. It's not just somebody sticking their fork in the ground and saying, I'm not moving. Yeah. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. <laughs> oh my God, we're holding microphones. We could totally recreate that whole scene. <gasps> Fucking mistake. No one can see. <laughs> Grant, so we'll move on to the next listener query. We got this in by email. Oh. Yeah. We oh, have an email. Did you know that? very 90s of us. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is quite 90s. It's privateeducationpod at gmail.com. I if, love that. If anyone ever wants to slide into our emails instead of our DMs. Do it. Do it. We're, Be the revolution. We're ready. Yeah. Do not send us dick pics. Okay, oh. moving on. Uh, so, the listener says, I'm obviously going to keep her anonymous, but it is a she, her candidate. Candidate for the old she, her pronouns perfs my boyfriend and his ex were together for several years she is still very much part of his friend group but now that he and i have been together for almost two years i am part of that group too the problem is that i feel so insecure around her i've been struggling with my own self-confidence and body image etc lately and the fact that she is naturally absolutely stunning does not help my insecurity Every time I'm hanging out with the pals and she's there, I'd find myself automatically comparing myself to her. And I hate the fact that she broke up with him as opposed to the other way around. I hate thinking of the fact that he has kissed her and been intimate with her. And it just makes me feel so sad in my current insecure state. Any advice? And she says, thank you. Oh, lads. My little heart is My heart. Like I, I do. I feel I feel for her. That must be really difficult. I don't know how you manage that situation because, as you know, 
you are we're lucky we're friends because yeah as you know I couldn't run you do I change run. postcode oh my god you do I like if I could get off a continent I would I just don't I, I just try my best to remove that person and anything that reminds me of them it's not very healthy I'm gonna end that up because what if I run into them in the real world who's yeah. saying but like I, I try and remove you know, them so your your style yeah like, unlike this girl so she's obviously well not not the person not the listener but the her, o- boyfriend. Her, her boyfriend broke up or was broken up with by this mm-hmm. other girl they can be and friends. They can be friends, or n- they might not be friends, but they're certainly still in the same friend group. Yeah, which is fine. Like, I mean, I can, I can. Y- your style is sever the limb. You're like, get me away from that person. Yeah, block them on everything. Block everyone they've ever met. Yeah, I unfriend. I unfollow left. because you know why? If I don't, I emotionally cut myself. You know that kind of like yeah, I, I, I check in. I check and, in yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and like having to see them probably would make me feel like this the way this girl is describing yeah I can't imagine yeah um but yeah so I don't know how she's doing it I really don't either I'm gonna say because as much as I'm not a sever the limb kind of gal like I can still empathize like I can not empathize but like I'm I'm if 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 I'm broken up with someone and they're still like they still follow me on Instagram or they still exist in my oh, oh my orbit for whatever yeah. reason like I'm fine with that like that's it's kind of grand um I'm not a checker inner like mm. the odd time maybe for like yeah I, but I'm not really a checker yeah. inner but I do understand the comparing to oh, the yeah. ex like I I that must be difficult particularly if she's feeling insecure i think this is uh, this is also not helping her her at the moment yeah yeah yeah. like the way she's feeling i don't think is helping the situation and the situation i think is like a cycle do you know that mm. kind of way so like one is feeding like, into the other how, how tough must it have been for her to integrate into that group of friends like the ex sitting there staring fair, at her <laughs> fair play to like yeah. honestly like that's metal worthy behavior because so. you just you're really just being like i'm here I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. Like I'm just gonna she's, join she's the group. Braved it, like yeah. God, I, that must have been really, really difficult. I can, I can't imagine. Have you ever done that? No, I haven't done it either. I don't, I don't, I haven't actually. Let me just say, I've not knowingly done that. But yeah, fair. You know, yeah. um, I've never joined a group where I, a, a group of friends where I was going out with someone whose ex was there. Mm. And also, I feel like the fact that from the listeners, sto- have you? I don't think so. Again, I don't think so. I think I've been in a friend group where the person that I was kind of kissing had kissed one of the other girls. Listen. But, I mean, haven't we all? But never. Yeah, but never in a relationship level. No. Kind of way. Like, that must be really tough. Yeah. So, can we talk about the fact that the listener has said that this ex-girlfriend is absolutely stunning? Yeah, because that's... Uh, that's all relative you know it is all relative and it's totally objective but the thing is I feel like even if the ex-girlfriend looked like an ingrown toenail the the girl would still be like oh my god she's stunning do you know what I mean even if she was like not good looking <laughs> that's so that's so no mean. i know what you're saying even you know if somebody I mean? might if someone like totally objectively say maybe they're not they're not like yeah like if they weren't exactly a 10 they 
the, uh, this girl would still be like, oh my God, there. She's a 27. What am I going to do? 100%. Yeah. Because no matter what, you're obviously she's going to be like comparing herself because she's feeling insecure. Yeah. So I would venture that maybe the girl is, you know, on par with yeah. her. Or, or even, I mean, look, looks aren't everything as well. No. Um, and it might be worth thinking about like, Yes, she might be really good looking, but they're not together anymore for whatever reason. And I'd also, the for whatever reason is really important because the listener said... Yeah, she said that the girl broke up with him, the boyfriend. Now, that is probably true. Yeah. But, but not, I don't think it's indicative of... I don't of, think it is. I don't think it's it means that like he's still mad about her no i think it means that there was problems in the relationship and she ended things yeah like someone has to like come here let's be honest he could have been a complete dick to her and she was like well go and fuck goodbye yourself. you know yeah, what I mean? absolutely so like who's to say we've no idea we don't know why they broke up no maybe she does maybe she has insider info. maybe she has insider info and she probably doesn't to be fair it's probably true because she's hanging around with people that would have been there friends with, yeah but like also maybe like he this is this is part of the advice i want to give like remind yourself listener he's with you now yes she is there she is physically in his world and he's still choosing you every day yeah you are still the person that he wants to be with you are you are it so regardless of whether she was in the past you're in the past you're in now so think about that and remind yourself of that you know, he, he's choosing to be with you. Yeah. And he even has to see her and experience her in their extended friend group. And he's still not interested. Yep. You know. So important. And hopefully that so will. So that should, that should give you a bit of confidence in terms of the the ex being there physically present. Yeah, absolutely. And I think another thing is maybe to think about ways that you can give yourself a bit of uh peace of mind or th- ways that you might think about um making yourself feel good about yourself yeah because you started by saying that she feels insecure yeah, yeah so think about maybe maybe explore some ways that you can what w- feel better what would you like so say one of your <clears throat> friends came to you andrea and was like i'm feeling a bit insecure about myself i'm feeling a bit low what yeah. would your advice be? So I, I suppose it'd be, it depends. It really depends. If it was, a, if it was physical insecurity. So like about I don't feel look? like I look good. Yeah. Okay. Um, because I, I get the feeling that that's what she, she means. Cause she says the girl is stunning and I feel bad. Like she was, she mentioned body image issues. She did. She did mention body image issues. So I think it would, I think there's a, a number of things that you can do in that instance. I think you can treat your body well. Yeah. And by that, I mean, I don't mean put yourself on some type of mad restrictive eating plan no. or overeating plan, whatever, God, no. whatever your, whatever your body. There is no fad diet that's ever proven to work. Long Either term. way. So if you're not happy, if you, if you feel like you're too small, if you feel like you're too big, whatever, it doesn't matter what it is that you feel like that's not the answer. What the answer is, is, is. Sorry, I've said it about six times. There. <laughs> what the <laughs> answer is 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 echo. It's echo. I know what you mean, though. What, but the what the, the answer, answer is, is treating your body with the respect it deserves. Love your body. Love your body. And I don't mean when we say love your body, we don't mean just wake up one day and be like, ah, 
I love my body. That's not what I mean. No. Treat it with love. Exercise. Eat lovely meals. Yeah. You know, listen to what, listen, like intuitive eating, whatever it is that you want to do. Meditate. Do yoga. Stretch. Go for walks. And I don't like, don't, you know, punish yourself and try no. and change your body and try and like, I need to be X size before I'm happy because that's a, a fast road to nowhere. That is going to just set you up for failure. Totally. Because yeah. you'll get to that size or you'll get to that goal and you'll be like, no, I'm not going to be happy until I'm this goal. Yeah. Now. There's always the the goalposts. If, the if goalposts change, yeah. D- depending on what you're, so a lot of the time we set ourselves up with metrics that are superficial. Mm-hmm. For instance, weight or circumference mm-hmm. or you know shape yeah but if you set yourself up with different metrics of like how you feel about your body or how you associate yourself your body with the world or like what clothes you 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 will feel comfortable wearing you know exactly how you will look in your clothes or yeah you know there's other ways to do it so if it is like personally mm-hmm. I do weightlifting mm-hmm. so when I got really into that frame of mind and I was weightlifting, the number that I started focusing on was the the weight on the bar. It yeah. wasn't my physical body weight. Yeah. And that was a huge shift for me because mm-hmm. up until that point, I would have been the one chasing the, chasing the number on the scales yeah. the whole time. I would have been a ve- I would have been real scales <clears throat> focused for a lot of my 20s. Yeah. And then the later I got into my 20s, like you, um, years ago, like I think I was probably 25 when I, 24, 25 when I started lifting. And like, I still was very scales focused for a long time. And then I got a trainer who was like, what are you looking at the scales for? And I was like, oh, and it just made me reframe it. 100%. And I started thinking about how I felt and how, how fit I felt, how healthy I felt. Did I sleep well? Was I, you know, all those good things. And that made me feel good about my body. Exactly. And it's not been about a number. Now, all I'm not the, saying, I'm not saying that this, like, that she's, she hasn't We don't know, we're speculating. we're speculating. We're, and I suppose we're using our own, it's, it's our own lived experience mm-hmm. of this yeah. when it comes to body issues for yeah. ourselves personally. Yeah. As, as women. Yeah, as women, we're, there's a lot. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Where, like, the, 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 let's not get into that, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the, socially, the culture is, yeah. you know, very yeah, yeah, skewed. Yeah, yeah. But, think about maybe start t- trying to think about all the things your body can do mm. See, right. and, and just like that I, I genuinely think if you start treating your body with respect and love and trying to focus on it feeling good yeah you'll start to feel like you look good yeah your insecurities will drop away like I and the, the, you know of, obviously there's a lot to be said for you know checking in and making sure that this doesn't go any deeper and that you know course, like yeah. if if some of the thing if, if we'll actually i might leave a couple of links in i think that's a really good idea in yeah. the show notes to because a couple of like you know body image sort of centric focused uh websites yeah. organizations that can help yeah and um, because just in, just on the off chance that it goes it runs a bit deeper than yeah. Yeah. what we've what we've offered up i think mm-hmm. it's a, it might be just something to, to put in the show notes that's what they're there for i have a question i think Cashed me the it seems as though the intimacy that they had haunts her a bit oh absolutely I uh, yeah have you ever experienced that like I'm just thinking for me like I I genuinely in the past have had exes and actually with my husband as well where now this Jesus hasn't crossed my mind for years and years but like 
in other relationships, there have been moments where I've been like, it actually made me feel weird and kind of uneasy that someone else had been intimate with them yeah. in the way that I had. Yeah. One hundred percent. So I can yes. I can understand why the knowledge that they've been sexually it, intimate freaks her the fuck out. And having to see the person that they've been sexually in, intimate yeah, with. Yeah. Do you know? And ha- and like and having to watch them interact that must be difficult. Yeah. It's it's it, it, I can't, again can't imagine. Like, could you? She probably like looking for every micro expression and every hand on the back and is that hand too low is that hand too high did he drive yourself mad brush her thigh there with his hand you know what i mean there's a lot to be said for the, cut and run oh there's a lot to be said for <laughs> cut and run there's a lot to be said about how it's not healthy <laughs> no i'm sorry sorry sorry, sorry. no no but you know what I, I i'm joking but so am i no so but, am i but i but just like, think that is that, that be, it's normal I, it is, is what normal. i would say it is and, it, and having I think those that, thoughts yes completely normal because I definitely have had those thoughts in the past about people that I didn't like not that I even knew they existed but people that potentially could have existed because totally you know you don't yeah you, you know but you mean? do I think it's natural to like you know because you do say to your your partner at the time you're like and what about this ex and what did they do and and yeah how often did you have sex with them and did you do this and did you do that and and like you do compare yourself you're like straight in there with the comparison and even, you know, when you meet someone new and they talk about their exes yeah. at whatever stage, you're like, straight away, you're like, well, that bitch can get in the sea. You know, even ah, though you don't know them. No idea no who they are. To, like, yeah. you know, but it, it, that is a natural reaction. So I, I think it's totally understandable that the intimacy would haunt you because, yes. you know, mm-hmm. I think it haunts everyone. Yeah. It definitely haunts me. Me too. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's any solution for that other than... Try, like it's I genuinely try not to think about it. Try uh, that's a Just great be one. Like yeah. don't think about this because it's really awkward. Yeah, yeah. Don't give it the don't give it the headspace. Mm-hmm. And maybe instead of we'll spending time worrying about that, thinking about ways that you can feel better in yourself would be a good way to spend that time. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. Or even, and I, if if a thought crosses your mind as like, oh, she's kissed my boyfriend or she has seen my boyfriend naked or she has had my boyfriend's penis inside her think about like just go nah I'm gonna think about me having sex with my boyfriend yeah (laughs) currently you know like you know in present day reframe that yeah just like whatever whatever you have to do distract yourself distract yourself exactly pull it back with like and like live memories of you and your boyfriend having sex and do you know what like <laughs> so if a it, porno got on your head there <laughs> no but you know what right imagine like okay i'm imagining some kind of like garden party it's the summertime you know we're at a garden party that's it makes it sound like we're i'm the queen and i've invited people over for tea but that's not what i mean i mean like you're in the back garden everyone's having barbecue. a few a barbecue let's frame it in the irish a way barbecue. a garden a garden party <laughs> well like what's wrong with me what is wrong with Come me on so we're having a garden party. Gorge. No. So you're at a barbecue. All the pals are there. Yeah. All of a sudden. Good tubbing. Good tubbing. Good tubbing. A vision of your boyfriend boning his ex yeah. flashes across your eyes. Mm-hmm. You're standing there. There's sausages. There's frogs. Buns. There's, there's, there's buns. There's, there's meat on the barbie. And you're like, oh my God, all I can think about is him riding her. Ah, uh, alert, alert. Yeah. Stop, drop and roll and start thinking about just literally close your eyes for a quick second and visualize you two having sex. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you, right, 
the smug, happy, kind of embarrassed glow that will happen to your face will become apparent to all in attendance, including the ex. And she'll be like, well, why does that girl look so pleased with herself? And then all of a sudden the tables have been turned because you're over there being like, I'm boning this ride bag. You aren't anymore. And all of a sudden Hmm? you look buzzed. I love that idea. Right? Yeah. And nobody will know. You'll have a little secret. You'll be like, uh-huh. I'm picturing the ride. And you guys don't know. I don't know why people don't do that more often in their I real mean, lives. I mean, I do. <laughs> no. But you know what I mean? That's a great idea. Because like, if you... That's reclaiming you, it. Being like, re- no, it's, no. It's taking charge. It's like, I'm going to think about us having sex. Exactly. Yeah. At this barbecue. At this barbecue. Live. Over this grill. <laughs> so, yeah. Maybe try that. Yeah, that's, know, a, that's, that's a shy idea, that could be, but that's what I look, do. At the heart of it all, if it becomes an issue, have the conversation with your partner. Totally. And that's actually another really good um, a really good thing to say. Yeah, Discuss this with your partner. So sit down with your boyfriend and be like... If you haven't already. If you haven't already, which you may have, good point. Be like, I'm really intimidated by your ex and the fact that... I, I, like, sorry, she's obviously extremely sound for being like... Yeah, you're friends with her. That's totally cool. Props to the listener because 100%. that's really big. I'm in awe. Yeah. But she, if she sat down with him and was like, look, here, here's how it is. I'm really jealous. I'm really insecure around her. I, not jealous. She didn't say she was jealous. She said she was insecure. And like, if she was just really upfront with him and was like, look, I'm, I'm, I'm happy enough for you to be friends with her. But when I'm in her, in her presence, I just feel... Awkward. Awkward and insecure and like I'm, you know, less good looking and less whatever. I guarantee you, you're like the listener's boyfriend will be like, oh my God, you are the hottest piece of ass since, you know, like she, I'd say he will rush to reassure her yeah. first of all that she is an absolute 10 out of 10. And then I think he will, or I would hope anyway. Yeah. That maybe the next time they're at a garden party, <laughs> he would maybe do things that make her feel reassured yeah so he might be more physically affectionate to her to his girlfriend he might um and i'm not saying like to uh, he might avoid his ex but he might try and be more just aware and more respectful and more kind of just having have kind of yeah just have an awareness that like his current partner is feeling insecure so maybe Mm -hmm. maybe he won't like have a one-on-one laughing in the corner conversation with with his ex where yeah. it could be misconstrued as flirting no i'm not saying he does that but do you know what i mean yeah. if there's anything that he had been doing up until that point that would in any way cause the insecurity in his current partner to mm-hmm. be heightened maybe he could tone that down a bit yeah not not to say that you can't be friends because that, that doesn't not, seem to not, be, that doesn't even that doesn't seem to be on the table the no. at the moment. It's just about how they can work together to make the listener more secure. Totally. And that's, 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 it's as simple as, and if you can have that conversation, fantastic, yeah. because I'm sure there are ways, there could be small and things that could not, happen. He might not even be aware of the insecurity. See, if, if the, if he the conversation hasn't happened, he might know. He so might know. he could be doing things that are just adding to Mindless, it fuel on fire yeah but not intending to absolutely like he might be like say for instance when they arrived at the garden party <laughs> he might go over and hug his ex yeah whereas there might be other ways you can greet someone that you used to be intimate with while yeah. your current high five standing beside <laughs> you high f- listen throw a high five up or maybe you know 
cough really loudly and they'll avoid you because they think you've got COVID. Listen, <laughs> whatever it is, yeah. you know what I mean? But like, I feel like, no, there's ways that if he's aware that she's insecure. Yeah. Even the awareness, I think, would make better. As you yeah. said, the awareness, I think, would make an impact. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the other, the final thing that seems to be a problem for her is the who broke up with who element. Yeah. Like, it seems to bother her that she broke up with him rather than the other way around. And what I would say there is no couple breaks up because one person is deliriously happy and the other person isn't. Couples break up because the couple is unhappy. Yeah. Whoever does the breaking up is just the decision maker. Mm-hmm. And like, because I've been in couples where we've been unhappy and the other person has broken up with me. Yeah. But I've known. Mm. I've been like, yeah, this yeah. needs to happen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or vice versa. I know I've been in couples where we've been unhappy and I've broken up with them you've and they've it. been like, yeah, I'm devastated, but fair enough. This needed to happen. Yeah. So I think dwelling on the who broke up with who, you don't need There's that. always a reason. There's always a reason. And, and what I'm getting from, from reading the message is your boyfriend is mad about you. He is not with her. He's choosing you. And that should fill you with at least a little bit of confidence. Yeah. And everything else, like we said, can be worked on. And I'm really sorry, actually, to hear that you're feeling insecure because there's nothing worse. We have all been there, haven't yeah. we? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I'm still there some days. Listen, we all, this is the thing. We all, we all have, have days. That. We all have those days. We all have, of, of, we all have those times. Mm-hmm. But um, your worth, knowing your worth and and that being more important than anything kind of physical or surface level is is really important and it's it's easier said than done but like that's your like your boyfriend's not with you because i mean your boyfriend is with you for all the good reasons all the good reasons and there's there's so many reasons that make you who you are yeah apart from your body apart from your physicality 100 percent. so bear that in mind as well i think is uh is our advice yeah would you say oh yeah. yeah like if she was if she was here be giving her a hug oh my god yeah totally. massive just, podcast I hug do, yeah giant podcast hug what's a podcast hug I just will we wrap our mics around her body and give her a squeeze is that oh I was just trying to give an arrow podcast hug by saying podcast hug <laughs> <laughs> alright <laughs> so we've talked for far too long I can't even see I get, uh, from here and okay guys look I'm just gonna be honest with you I haven't moved an inch <laughs> <laughs> I haven't physically moved my body since we started this re- this record because this morning was it this morning? What day is it? Friday? No, yesterday evening in the gym, I was. Oh my god, my trainer! He takes he just takes no prisoners, and he really killed me. And I don't feel like my quads even exist anymore. My lower back is killing me. My hamstrings are killing me. My glutes, guys! Holy shit! Do what, my glutes are on fire. I feel mm-hmm. like someone has set fire to my ass. So I haven't moved. And I can't lean forward and see how long we've been talking for. But we can measure it in the sun has started to go down. <laughs> <laughs> the sun has set on this episode. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. So we're going to say goodbye. We're going to say drop by and leave us a review. Five or, stars. Five stars. Five stars. Andrea's always in there with the five stars. Um, 
we know it's a lot to ask yeah um but we would really appreciate it it really helps it really does help and it like there's so many podcasts oh do you know i, I heard a statistic actually from the lovely people at acast we are an acast podcast just in case it's not clear and I was talking to them earlier, had a meeting with them and they were saying that at this like big podcast symposium situation in yeah. London, a statistic was released that only 11% of podcasts are female hosted. What? 11%. Do you know what that means? That means that 89% of, thank you, Very of podcasts are male hosted. Mm. I think we should start a campaign to take the microphones out of the men's hands. <laughs> Here we go again. Okay. <laughs> on that so, note, on, on that note, we're going to get Ashley away from all. No, uh, no. To be fair, but like that is isn't that that is madness? Is, isn't it mad? Yeah, eleven percent. Yeah, yeah. There's fifty percent of us in the world. In fact, I think we actually might be fifty-one percent. Listen, I mean, okay, we're gonna go. Love you loads. Uh, <laughs> that's what Andrea and I say to each other at the end of WhatsApp voice notes. <laughs> <laughs> um no but seriously thanks for the support thanks for the listens and hope you enjoyed this week's episode and we will see you again or you will hear us again next week so until then stay safe have fun uh, goodbye bye the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.